Have you ever heard somebody share something of value that you weren't even sure that it was a value until you heard it? And you're like, oh my gosh, that's the piece of information I've been looking for to help me overcome this issue that I've had. Sometimes when we get a new perspective, it can really set us free. So we're going to talk about I'm free by gaining a new perspective and more on episode 868 of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, we're so free that that opening slide was the wrong one. That was yesterday's slide. Oh, shoot. Tried to catch you. It's a little do-over, huh? A little do-over, yep. I'm going to have to work on that for the closing slide while we uh, kick this all off. Apologies. I forgot to uh, one step this morning. I understand. We we, we got into a, uh, a discussion about a couple of things. And as often happens, Tom and I get wrapped up in, you know, the trauma and drama of my life. And then today it moved from trauma and drama into business and uh, success. Yes, indeed. Kind of gave me a laser solution session in the process. I did? Oh, you did. I mean, we didn't call it that, but that's what you did, right? I, I was stuck with something and you unstuck me, which is what we do for people in our Renegade Success Network. Absolutely. And it came organically too. I just was sharing with you something I did yesterday and you said, hey, what about, and that led us into a discussion of what about, which I think was really valuable for me. And I think valuable for you as well. Certainly. Always. So there, you're up to speed, folks. And let me tell you, I, I, I really wish sometimes that we recorded from like 6.58 to 7.04 to 7.07, because sometimes that would be the real gold of, the, of what we do. I don't know every day that that would be the right thing to do. <laughs> Well, there's a difference between recording it and <laughs> having it live. Yes. That would have to be the thing is, okay, as soon as we get on, we hit record and then we decide whether or not that's live or it's just for our maintenance. You, you, you know what's funny, Tom? I've never told you this in 868 episodes, but when I'm sharing with you some of the things going on in my life over those 800 episodes, three years, and there's been a lot of change in my life a lot and some ups and downs needless to say i usually have to look to make sure it's not being <laughs> recorded or going live almost every time you think the tell is when i run my finger through my hair no no it's when i look up to the corner and go oh it's not on right now because we're not live at the moment can you imagine <laughs> you've been I mean, through well it, for people who are you know, new to this, you've been through a divorce with me, which was somewhat difficult. We didn't, you and I didn't get divorced. No, no, my divorce. You've you know, been through, I just want to make sure um, we're clear about that. You've been through a couple of relationships. Yeah. 
And more recently, you've been through a nice relationship, which I think in some ways is easier for you, but in some ways it creates more more challenge. But poor Tom, if it, <laughs> when I was a kid, I was raised Catholic. I always wondered what would happen to the priests because they heard all those confessions and would their head explode with all the knowledge they had about that community. Sometimes I think you're in that same boat. You know so many facets of me. It could it could really be something. Tom Tom could easily hold me captive with what he knows about me. Fortunately, he's the caliber of person who would not do such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to keep you on your toes. You know. I don't want you to get too comfortable over there. Uh, <laughs> when have you ever seen me comfortable? <laughs> That's a good question. I have to think about that one. All right, everyone. Good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each week, we have a conversation around a topic and other stuff. And uh, this week's topic, as I mentioned, is I'm free. We've been wrapping this up after last week. We talked about being that I'm stuck. Two comments that we make, I think, oftentimes in our business, in our leadership, in the relationships that we have. And so today we're going to focus in a little bit on a, on a new perspective and how that helps set you free. Just, oh, as an aside. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh, so I was, you remember when I said the other day, it's like the truth will set you free? Yes. Or you thought I said that. Or maybe I said there's a saying like that, the truth will no, set you free. No, you said knowledge will set you free. And I Correct. said the saying is the truth will set you free. And you hadn't heard that, I don't think. No, I'd heard that. Oh, okay. No, I hadn't heard knowledge. I'd heard truth. So last night, for whatever reason, because I enjoyed the series Ted Lasso so much, oh. I've gone back and I'm now re-watching it. And there was a scene where the woman who's the um, counselor for the club comes in yeah. and she says that phrase. She says, the, Ted, the truth will set you free. Because uh, he said something like, I'm not sure I want to know the truth. Yes. This is early on in this in this series, right? Uh, it's actually the middle of season two. Oh, is it? Okay. It wow. is. And and I was like, I knew I had heard that somewhere. And I wasn't really sure where. And I was like, okay, I can at least justify that I had heard it. Okay. So that's an aside. Anyhow. Uh, and so as we go through this conversation around our topic, if you have thoughts or ideas you would like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments. Because we know it'll add value to the conversation and it might take us in a different perspective that uh, as interesting, different perspective than we had considered when we started talking about the topic, which usually happens. It's funny how you think this, you say this often. I wasn't really, I didn't really think that was how this show was going to go. I, I, I see that. I say that a lot in my entire life. <laughs> Fair enough. Honestly. <laughs> All right. And then in the conclusion of that conversation, we will, Bob and I will share our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you. If you happen to be stuck or frustrated or uncertain or feeling a little less confident about something that'll help you find the confidence that you need to become free. Really, I think that's a little bit about what being free is, is we now have a new set of sense of confidence. So. Um, can I jump in? Kelly's with us this morning and she says, Ted Lasso has so many leadership nuggets to share. Great show. 
I would agree, Kelly. And it, what's interesting about that, what I'm discovering um, and the second time through is a new appreciation for Higgins. Yes, yes. He has, he has n- many nuggets of wisdom that are, I think the first time through, I didn't start to realize that until like late into season three. And, you know, you kind of see him, for people who have watched the show, see him as this, like, I don't even know how to describe well, him. He's kind of a, he's, he's, you know, he's kind of character. a corporate guy. And yet, he does have some, when you hear some of his thoughts and the things he shares, it is, um, there is significant value there. Amongst all the buffoonery that he sometimes offers as well. Um it is quite a show. If if you uh, there's there's a lot going on there. I mean, I, I will tell you, um, there's a lot about relationships and how relationships end there because that was running that was tracking right about the same time I was going through the end of a relationship and some of what he was going through felt very real. Like season one, episode four. Yeah, yeah, wow. that- yeah much yeah. clarity around it there's a lot of clarity go watch that episode and you'll be like i i i see what you mean but there's a lot there, there is and that lot. is isn't funny how a tv show and there's been a lot of writing about it since they think it may be over they're not really sure but it came during covid at a time where we needed kind of a feel-good something and i think for a lot of people that's what it was and now it's become so much more i mean here we're talking about the leadership lessons we're talking about the characters and I think that's really, um, it speaks to just how art can give us lessons in life. And I always like to think back at the time of Shakespeare, did someone go, yeah, you know, that Merchant of Venice, the first time I went through it, watched it, it wasn't really that great. But the second time it was rocking. And then someone probably said back in what, the 1600s, I think it was, hey, you know what, in the 2000s, they're going to be a whole bunch of high school and college students who are going to hate this play to pieces they're gonna have to write papers about it they're gonna have to compare it to um hamlet <laughs> this thing's got legs right no doubt well it's kind of like when you went through that part of english where you taught that you had to read like um old english uh, oh um oh what oh shoot what's the, the with the mead hall what's the yeah i, I can't think of it either Somebody's got to help us out here. There's like tales, the tales. Beowulf. Oh no, no, you mean the Canterbury Tales? Canterbury Tales. That's it. Yeah, I and love try the to Canterbury understand tales. There's there was some good um, there was some good body humor in there. If you knew what you were reading, you could really have a good time. That <laughs> was the key part. If you, if you knew what you were reading, <laughs> if you knew what you were reading, very important. That Chaucer guy had the wild life going down. Yes, <laughs> it's like the David Crosby of his era, right? Yes. Um, oh, it's Friday. So anyhow, if at the conclusion of our conversation, we'll share our one thing. And of course. <laughs> if you get back to <laughs> If you have a one thing, please feel free to share it as well. Because we know there are people out there who might, like me, watch Ted Lasso and saw all this and didn't see. Even though I heard what I knew they were talking at me, I didn't really hear what someone like Higgins was saying. Until I watched it a couple of times in the night, had it, and so maybe by you sharing something, someone will be like, 
that's a new perspective. I hadn't considered that. Maybe that's of value to me. Hmm. I'm going to post in our sculpture business group tomorrow or Sunday. Uh, what's your best Ted Lasso lesson? And Ooh. see what we get. Because I'd be curious to know what people's lessons are. Well, there's one that... So if you're not part of the sculpture business uh, Facebook group, you got a chance to see what the best Ted Lasso lesson is. And if you've never seen the show, you could still benefit from it. You could probably watch it over the holiday weekend. Oh, you could you could totally binge all what thirty nine episodes. Something that would like be that. Yeah. that'd be a wild fun holiday. Yeah, except that you'd be inside all the time. I guess I don't know. You could take your laptop outside. You can take your phone outside. Remember, we're Although not tied to be, those TV sets like we were back in the eighties. You got to be careful of the uh, the air quality from the fire. Yes, yeah. and they're saying that's going to be all summer. Really? Yes, on and off all summer. Okay. Interesting. I rang yesterday. I haven't run in months. I rang yesterday afternoon. Whew, that air was not fun. Yeah, I was on the lacrosse field. Sure. Yeah, but you're athletic. I'm just a mere mortal. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Even though we've been talking about perspectives a little bit, we before we dive into a deeper conversation around it, I think it's deeper. That might be a judgment. Uh, a different conversation around it. We start each morning with our celebrations, although we're 13 minutes in and we're just getting the celebration. So maybe we don't exactly always start with. So Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm going to celebrate. I gave a presentation to a networking group yesterday. And uh, before I spoke, one of the people in the group that I had met with one-on-one -on -one gave a very, very nice introduction to me of me that really set the stage in a way that I couldn't have set it myself any better. He just really conveyed the reason why people need to pay attention. And then afterwards, one of the people I'm talking about working with in the group spoke very highly of me. And so it, it's, it's interesting. I had 10 minutes to talk about myself, but the parts to me that were most valuable were the parts before I spoke and the part after I spoke. And why I think sometimes, I th well, I think sometimes when we have an opportunity to share our value, we think about what we say as being the really important part. I actually, I kind of felt like I had it bookended in a way where what I said was kind of vanilla compared to what they were offering. And? And what? What were their words? Oh, they were affirmation, total affirmation. <laughs> I, I, I wrote in the comments afterwards, thank you for the words of affirmation. They're my love language, yes. Uh, yes. One of the other things that people know about Bob, what is his love language? So I like that celebration. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. So how about you? What do you got? So I am celebrating one of our Renegade Success Network members. One of our members has had this priority on the on their mind for a while and had not really ever been able to figure out or to prioritize it is probably a better way to say it. And about six months ago, we had a conversation around that and it somehow bubbled up to one of the top of their priorities. And so we laid out a plan for what, okay, how are we gonna get there? And how are we gonna make sure that this is a priority? And this member took a huge step yesterday um, in that whole process and uh, got some feedback that was very, I think, helpful 
and will allow them to continue to take the next steps towards the completion of this task action. And what was great about it also was they were telling me how they had talked to their significant other and they were going to go out and celebrate what they had done. So they were going to take the time to go out and this person volunteered that. Yes. Oh, that's huge progress. I love it. Yeah, that they were excited to go out and celebrate because they had a couple of things that they wanted to celebrate. Now, you know, they had some, uh, I love the fact they celebrate the actions that they take. Mm -hmm. They might have been celebrating the results as well, which is okay. We can do that that's as well. That's okay. You can I, celebrate the results as you celebrate I the can. actions. If you have good results, why can't you celebrate good results? I, I didn't say you couldn't. I just, I appreciate the fact that they had, they took the actions. And so now it's, I think, still going to be vital. And of course, my question to them was, all right, so let's go back and look at the timeline and see based on what happened yes, yesterday, or uh, yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, are you still on track for your timeline? And they hemmed and hawed a little bit. And I'm like, nope, this is the timeline. We may need to make some adjustments to it. And yet this is still a priority for you, um, unless you tell me otherwise. And and it was just a it was just enjoyable to share the moment with them as they were talking about their effort and the and the opportunity to get to where they were. So that was that's my celebration. I love it. And folks, if you're saying, wow, that sounds really cool, what would that look like for me? That's where your our sculpture business. From chaos and confusion to confidence and control program that's how this comes about we have discussions we give you the ability to talk to us and we help you figure out what your pathway is and then we work with you to make sure that that works to your satisfaction and we celebrate the steps along the way and the person tom is talking about i've had the privilege of working with a bit too i remember when that person wasn't really celebrating anything and then I had a call with that person one time and he said, hey, you didn't ask me what I'm celebrating. <laughs> like, I got a celebration here. Hey, come on, throw me, throw me the celebration bone. And it really does change how your perspective is. It really can enable you to move forward more quickly. It allow, You'd be amazed how much you can prioritize things differently when you have someone asking you questions around what you really what really matters to you. I know for this person, having Tom's consistent help has made a huge difference just in terms of being able to hold himself accountable, being able to just get to where he wants to go. And it can be a big goal. It can be a, a small goal. It could be as big as, you know what, by August, I want to be able to have more time with my children because it's August and school's out. It could be something Herculean, like I want to take my business from X number of dollars to X number of dollars in revenue. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, we can work with you. So if that's of interest to you, talk to Tom or me or go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Easy for me to say this morning. And I want to add Kelly's uh, comments, which is both are awesome celebrations. Thanks for sharing. Motivating as well. Excellent. You know, someone asked me a couple weeks ago why we do this program. And I said, if 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 there were one thing that I would hope is that it motivates people. 
I was interested what your answer was going to be to that question. Well, and I think when we started it, it was motivating for you and me. It was a reason to get up every morning. Yes, another reason. To get up literally, literally, that was. But that's what Tom. If we if we don't do something, we're not getting. We're going to become you know Ted Lasso fans watching it over and over and over. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Which can only lead you to Magnum PI sooner or later. Once you start watching Magnum PI over and over and over, it's downhill. Don't head there. That's a that is a uh, rabbit hole that I could dive down deeply. Funny story about Magnum PI. Please, it's Friday. Go for it. <laughs> so in college, I had my first year, first semester. Are you going to tell had... me you had a Tom Selleck mustache? No. Because no. <laughs> okay, that would have made my day. Please. Um, I had eight o'clock classes five days a week, I think. Algebra. Eight o'clock oh. every morning. And and then I went like back to back, eight, nine, ten, or whatever it was. And so I'd go to lunch and then I'd always I'd have to come back and take a nap. Well, I got into this routine of I would take you a nap. You had to take a nap. That was a requirement of getting through the school day, huh? It was. I mean, yeah. At that point, because I'm also a night person. Okay. So I was up late. So getting up to making to my 8 o'clock class that I don't think I ever missed. Um, so anyhow, we I got in this habit of I had a friend uh, down the hall who um, a great guy from India. And he would come and knock on my door at four o'clock or a little before four. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. So we could go and watch reruns of Magnum PI and then go to dinner. <laughs> I and had no idea that I could bring up the most random TV show ever. And you had a story around it. <laughs> the, and, and it's just, um, and I had never met anyone from India at the time before that. Um, and so, and there's a, there's a few word letters, words that they have a hard time pronouncing in English. One of them is Thomas. And yes. so he always called me Thomas, like Thomas Magnet. And, and, uh, it was a fun tradition sort of that we had. And I think helped us get through the first semester, both of us. So. Okay. Do you want, do you want the connective tissue between the Ted Lasso and the Magnum that I just realized? The mustache? No. No. Nope. What's the name of a character in each of them? Higgins. There you go. Yes. Although, while they both offered words of wisdom, they were portrayed differently. Yeah. Although both British. That's what I'm saying. I bet, I bet there's... The more you look at Ted Lasso, the more there are connections to various things. You should send a note to Jason... Sudeikis, is that how you say his name? And yeah. find out if he was a if he was a Magnum PI or one of the writers was a Magnum PI. I'm sure it's if we go out to the internet, there's probably something about that. There's stuff everywhere. I know. I think it was an aunt or uncle of his. An uncle of his was involved in the Cheers program. Oh, and that's why there was the picture that they, uh, they the woman in the bar straightened up at the end. Oh yes. Which right, is what Ted Danson did at the end of Cheers. See, I, I've I've gone I've gone down that rabbit hole <laughs> way Thanks. deep. Thanks for starting us down that pathway. <laughs> Happy to do it. It wasn't so, Tom, hard for to take be, me there. Can I be absolutely completely honest with you this morning? 
Sure. I have no idea what this topic means, and that's why I've been padding for the last 24 minutes. <laughs> you have no idea what this means? No, no. And, and we have a comment from Jack. Hey, good morning, Jack. Listening to you two share stories and challenges helps us realize that we're not the only ones going through similar challenges. We have a few challenges. <laughs> you and me? Yeah. No, no, no. Over the 800 and however many episodes, I feel like I've shared more of my challenges than you've shared of yours. Maybe. It's possible. All right, but I'd like to talk about this since you, why are you challenged by this topic? So I don't know what it means. I'm still struggling with this whole I'm free thing. Okay. Because I feel like before the program, we were talking about a situation I'm in with a networking group and I don't feel free there. I wanted to do things a certain way. And the constraint was, hey, we do it this way. And yeah. so I'm free to do what I want. Yes, but within the constraints of an organization. Yeah, did you do what you wanted to do? I kind of modified it a little bit to okay. not, you know, I could have pushed it totally to freedom. I kind of went 70%. That might have been reckless. I haven't brought that up in a while. I was going to say, we're pulling out all the greatest hits. <laughs> well, but think about it when, you know, what you said was, it was kind of like you said that the conversation we had at the beginning before the show was like a laser solution session. Mm -hmm. And because I shared a new a perspective with you that made you pause and think. Just like as you had shared with me as you were sort of leading up to the conversation that you shared with someone else a different perspective that they were like, holy cow, I had never thought about that. And look at the opportunities that provides that they're, that I'm free to maybe do some things differently than, than I otherwise had considered or hadn't even considered. And I think we get caught in this in our perspectives. And in some ways, those perspectives, I believe get keep us stuck. Because we think it's our perspective and it's the only perspective that matters. Again, why? Just because of this, the way the show is going, I'm going to share it. Well, it's, I was going to say, Kelly's first, I got, I got to go with this. Kelly says, it's a deep philosophical concept. You are not alone, Bob. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. I thought that was just me and I was an outlier, but I, I do appreciate that. That's almost as good as words of affirmation. Kind of is words of affirmation. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I think the secret's out. Well, it's here's the thing, though. Again, it's like we I shared a little bit yesterday. Just because you you become free with new perspective or all the other things we talked about this week, your network, knowledge, experience, all of those things, doesn't mean that you're not. There's not the potential to be stuck again, which I think is is the is like the the misnomer in all of this. I don't know that misnomer is the correct word. Um, that she was my ninth grade teacher in English. Misnomer. misnomer. <laughs> nice. See what she did there. Um, I had another joke lined up, but I didn't use it. I can't well, remember. Is it Jay Z who said "mo money, mo problems"? Maybe I, I don't know. Okay. It, well, I think that the thing is that we 
get caught in our perspective. And we it can keep us stuck. Someone else shares something else. If we are open to receive it, which is always the challenge. I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have is being open to receive the value that others share, what's real for them. Kelly says, good point. You can always get stuck again. Yes. And because we have so little control over so many things, not can't you can, you will get stuck again. And I think that's what people, you know, it's one of the things I shared with you before the show is going to a group and being like, you're all stuck. You just don't realize it. Don't ruin it. Sorry. Uh, because you're you're in your perspective. You're you think that what's real for you is the only thing that's possible, the only knowledge, experience, or perspective that you need. And that with that, you can do whatever you want to do. Yes, to a point, until you get new knowledge, experience, or perspective. And that changes what's real for you. And I, uh, you know, a way that I'll share it is I read this book, one of my favorite books, The Go-Giver by mm -hmm. Bob Berg and John David Mann. If you haven't read it, it's a simple, easy read. You can read it over the holidays, inside or outside. So you got your choice. Ted Lasso, <laughs> go-giver. No and offense to Bob Berg, but I'll take Ted Lasso. <laughs> Bob might be offended by that. He might be listening to this. Anyhow, so in his book, he talks about the value of giving. And I heard that clearly the first few times I read it. What I missed in all of that, and this isn't giving too much of the book away, was the value of receiving. And I didn't really, I had to go back when someone said this to me. Because they, they said that if you're not open to receive, others don't have the opportunity to share in the value of giving. And that was lost on me for a while. I couldn't hear that. I was so wrapped up in how much I valued the opportunity of giving and made that a significant, I tried to at least make that a significant part of the way I showed up in the world. And until someone shared with me that other perspective, in some ways I was stuck because I wasn't, I wasn't as open to receiving. I just felt like that wasn't necessary. For me, it was all about giving. And I missed, because I couldn't hear it, the point of the value of allowing others to share in what giving does provide. And the only way that happens if I'm willing to receive it. And so, and I think that, and that freed me to look at things a little bit differently. And then I had to, and then it doesn't mean that I didn't get stuck again, as I do regularly in, in this balance of. Uh, Not you, Tom. You never get stuck. Who are you kidding? Yeah. Just because I don't share it with the world all the time on here, it doesn't mean that I don't get stuck. Because we, uh, uh, we all do. I mean, I have a coach. I've had coaches because I know that I'm going to get stuck. I know that there are things that I either can't see, hear, or don't remember that I know. And it's funny the number of times I go when I'm with clients and, and I say, well, have you ever thought about this? And they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're saying that. Of course, I know that. And like, so why did you stop doing it? I don't know. I, it just other things took priorities. And so I moved on to those things. You know, and it reminds me I used to, which was a really, I think, helpful thing. It was kind of like coaching when I was 
in the I've been in the uh, fundraising arena for a while and I had been in athletic fundraising for probably four or five years. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back and do this. They had a conference and every year at the conference, they had what they called like training camp or whatever it was. Basically for new people to help them sort of they're new in their role, they're new in, in this type of fundraising and gave them sort of like some common practices to leverage. And so I, I went to that and I bet I walked away from there with three things that I was like, oh yeah, I knew this. Why have I stopped doing it? Was well, it's because my perspective had changed and I was just off doing other things and I had forgotten these other things that were really valuable. And so throughout my probably 15 years in that space, I would go back to that regularly as just a reminder that there are a lot of things that I have known and have slipped to the back of my mind and I have prioritized less that are still of real value. And so I think that when we gain something, it does set us free for a moment. Knowing, and I think the hard part is, we think that that's permanent. And that might be, as I think about my thing, is that it's I'm free is not a permanent state. It is a temporary state until the next challenge comes, which will come. And I think if we're not considering that, that's when we really get whacked in the face, thinking that we have figured it out. And so we, we stop learning. We stop taking what's real from others and having it impact what's real for us. It's kind of depressing if you think about it. You basically said we'll never figure it all out. Which could be depressing or could also mean... Do you really think you're ever going to figure it out? Right? All out. It all out. Right. Uh, Michael's with us. His comment is really the only time you're free is after you take a Calgon bath. Let the stream take it all away. I like it. He's working with us on Friday. It's been one of the more fun episodes we've had. It's really loose. It's different. Well, I think that's me away. I think there is that. But don't you find that moment of freedom when a light bulb goes off and or goes on and you're like, wait a minute. That is a potential solution to something that's had me stuck for a while. Doesn't that feel free? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I think that's where our celebrations come into play is, yes, for a moment, you're free. You overcame this challenge. And it fortifies you, right? If you think of all the challenges in your life that you've overcome, the next one doesn't seem as daunting as if you go, oh, I'll never figure this out. I mean, think of how many challenges we've figured out in life from how, how to walk how to run, how to get through school for some of us, how not to be a knucklehead in school and not be a teacher's problem child in every way, how to control our mouth, how to control our actions. Who are you talking about? No. Are you <laughs> talking about me? No. But think about it. We've, we've learned all those things. I don't think we take the time to think about what we've accomplished. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna interrupt there just for a moment. I apologize. Yeah, I. I think you're allowed to interrupt me at least once because I've probably done it four bajillion times. So, you just said, think of all the things we've accomplished, and here's where I think the challenge is. Those are the things we think about. 
We don't often think about the things that we've addressed, tried to address, and what we have learned from those things that you would say, yeah, well, I didn't really accomplish that. And see that as a failure rather than seeing it as an opportunity to, to impact our knowledge, experience, and perspective. And so that's why I love the idea of celebrating our actions because what has happened is we find something that we're challenged by. The, the actual fact that we're able to be free enough to take a step, whatever that step might be, is I think the thing to celebrate, at least initially. And then the results are going to have whatever the results are going to be, whatever they're going to be. We tried to get you. We're just going to go through all the stuff on this the show. We tried to help you dunk a basketball. We did. Unfortunately, we, we didn't get the results that maybe we were hoping for. And we yet, did not. I did not dunk a basketball. I almost broke my back. <laughs> and yet we could. That's all we could think about is oh, we did an accomplishment. Otherwise, we could say, okay, what are the things we learned from that and take away from it to leverage the next time we try to do that? Don't do it in the winter. Uh, maybe do it on a flat surface. All these things that, you know, we didn't consider. <laughs> and yet, there were opportunities. We could take that away as it was a failure. That's one option. Or we could take it away. And, and then we're not free. We're still stuck, right? I didn't get it done. I'm still stuck. I can't dunk a basketball. Or we could say, hmm, here are some of the things we might want to consider and how we taped it, where we taped it, what were the settings and the situations. And, and I did learn some things about motivation. We learned some things. So those are things that maybe most would say we didn't accomplish. So there's nothing to take from it. And what I would say is that it offered an, us a new knowledge, experience, or perspective. And so we were impacted by it if we allowed ourselves to be. I like that. That make I, any sense? It does. It may, it makes complete sense. I guess my one thing this morning would be that uh, we can be free. So I think often we don't think about that. And as I think about it this morning, with in the context of what we were talking about before the program, I'm freer than I allow myself to believe. I have a lot more choices than. I usually think through. I often feel like I'm stuck in a box. Like, honestly, I had a choice this morning whether we do the program or not. I didn't really think about it. You know, I said I'd be here at seven o'clock, but every day I have a choice. And I don't think I often think about those choices, nor do I think about those choices with regard to what's important to me. Don't this think about that choice very often. important to me for a couple of reasons. What's that? So don't think about that choice very often. I'd like you to show up. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not showing up Monday or Tuesday, just so you know. <laughs> uh, but I think that's the other side of it, right? We are we are freer than we usually say. Because so many people, oh, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. I got to do this today. I got to do that today. Versus I get to do this. I get to do that. And there's a shift in perspective. I'm trying very hard to say I get to do this today because I do. I can think back to times in my career where I had very little opportunity to do what I wanted to do. It was pretty yeah, much consigned to me to. and constrained. Maybe because you chose not to. And there could be a whole host of reasons of why you made those choices. And, you know, because there are always consequences to our choices. 
and they made sense in the moment. But I also don't think I thought through the options back then. I don't think as a 25 year old in my job, I was like, you know what, I could, I could end this job and go work somewhere else. Because you, because your knowledge, experience, and perspective was limited by what you, where you were at. Correct. You've never done that before, or anything even like that, and so you're like, mm, I don't, I can't really do that. This is, I got to stay here because this is safe. It is known, um, and and those are all things that make us think we don't have choices. Right. I like it. All right. I've come to a new a, a new piece with this topic today. Phew. It's great that at the end of the show on Friday, you have come to some, some place. Well, isn't that what we're place. trying to do here? I, I think so. I don't okay. Know. All right. I thought it was just to give us a reason to get out of bed. Isn't that what you said before? That's what we're doing. <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> oh, oh, just at the beginning. Sorry. And then it's also a reason for others to put the covers over their head. <laughs> <laughs> possible. Very possible. Those are choices. We can, we can have <laughs> Uh, Tom, I want to thank Kelly, Jack, and Michael for their contributions this morning. Really makes the program a lot more interesting and uh, thoughtful when we have outside perspectives come into it. New perspectives that can often free us. Yes. So do I get to share my one thing or not? I thought you did. <coughs> I don't think so. I don't, maybe I did. Well, I guess okay, if I go got ahead. to a point where you, you – have different clarity around the topic and the opportunity to be free. Maybe that I did share my one thing. You did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so wrapped up in it that I, maybe I didn't realize. I understand. It All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us today. And to, again, as Bob mentioned, all the people who commented, if you are listening to the podcast where unfortunately there is no place to comment uh, and you have a thought you'd like to share, you want to share your value, your perspective, because maybe now you can see how that could free someone else up. Might also be the fact that you share it. You might think about it a little differently as well and free you when you weren't even thinking that you were trying to do that. Ponder that for a little bit. And so if you're looking for a place to share that, please join us in our Scope Your Business from Chaos and Confusion to Confidence and Control Facebook group. And if you're struggling with this, like, Bob was at the start, and maybe you're still struggling with it, because I can imagine that for some people, we haven't gotten them to the point where they're comfortable and think that they truly are free. You might want to become a part of our Renegade Success Network, where, uh, where we are helping people figure out how to stop being stuck, how to recognize that we are all stuck. It's just we haven't figured out yet or can't see yet what it is that is keeping us stuck so that we can be free and move forward. We'd love to have a conversation with you about that and you get a chance to meet some of our other amazing members and understand a little bit about where they're at and how you you can help them and they can help you figure out how to achieve the goals and desires that you have. So we look forward to seeing you inside of that Facebook group or becoming a part of our Renegade Success Network. Otherwise, we hope that you have a great weekend. We hope that you have an enjoyable weekend and uh, we will see you Big news. Guess we can't say every weekday now. Uh, on July 5th, Wednesday, July 5th, for the next episode of today's antidote. Maybe it's I'll okay, pop Tom. on and do They'll one be myself. There. They'll be back. Maybe I'll just do one myself. I'll, I'll be in that routine. <laughs> like, I got to get up and I got to say something at seven ish 
a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I, think, I think that would be fun. <laughs> just do that. All right, Even everyone. Better, you do both roles. Ooh. That would that. be fun to watch. Oh, man, I, I, I'd, I'd have get to get, watch that. I'd have to get two hats because I would have to have like, okay, my Tom hat. I'm Tom. And no, they, really... know, they know when you're Tom, Tom. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I really, but for me, it would be the act of actually taking the hat off and like, okay, now I need to be Bob. I got to get my hands a little more active and <laughs> think about running my hand through my hair and be, be you have open. You to be more open. There's You'd that. have to talk about real stuff in your life. Go ahead, give it a shot. In. Give it a shot one day, and I bet Wednesday morning you come back and go, whoa, I didn't realize how hard that is for you to do. I shared real stuff about my life. Ted Lasso and what I thought about. Oh, yeah, you really dug deep. You really, got into the, you really got into the point where someone could say, oh, I didn't know that about you. Maybe they didn't know that I was that I had a friend from India in college and that we, Oh yeah. And that, and that's really going to change your whole. Have you seen the things I share, Tom? Are you judging the difference of the things we share? All I know is there are times that my girlfriend or even my girlfriend's mother will say to me, Hey, I've been watching your program. And I go, Oh God, (laughs) what did I say? You don't think I have that when my parents say that to me or when others walk up and say, hey, I catch some of your episodes. Yeah. And then they say, I saw you coaching Bob. Not necessarily. Okay. All right. Well, you try it on Monday or Tuesday. Try being me. I'd have to think of a really, the topic would have, there'd have to be a topic of, I have to think about I give you creative license. Go ahead. Hmm. Hmm. Something to ponder. All right. Anyhow. All right. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on Wednesday at 7 a.m. ish Eastern time. Hey, I remember now. Embrace the renegading you. It's so worth it every single day. Or in Tom's case, embrace the renegade in Bob on Monday or Tuesday morning. Ooh. How come it was only one so worth it today? I, I'm exhausted. This is this episode's taken a lot of energy out of me. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, everyone, go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. Hey, it's your chance. Get into the Sculpture Business Program from Chaos and Confusion to Confidence and Control. It's so easy. It's so valuable. It could change the way you look at your business, the way you look at your life. You could achieve things you never thought you could achieve more easily, more quickly than you ever imagined. Just go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com or track down Bob or Tom and we'll tell you more.